0: It's good to be in the house of the Lord. I'm not very anecdotal, but though it's very gray and overcast outside, I want to remind you that at 145 a.m. this morning, the sun reached its its highest zenith, its highest path, its highest point over the northern hemisphere. And so we are in the middle of the summer solstice right now with the longest day. Now, when you look outside, you can't see much of the glory of the sun. And sometimes things happen in our lives where we can't see much of the glory of Christ and of God. And usually those clouds that come between him and us are our own doing, not the Lord's doing. But I want to remind you that today is the summer solstice. It's the first day of summer. It's June 21st. But we worship the son of righteousness. And he has made this his day. It is the Lord's day. It is the day of the Lord Jesus Christ because his resurrection from the dead declared him to be the son of God with power Amen. and declared him to be both Lord and Christ. Right. I want to read in a totally different vein, Psalm 46 and verse eight, because this describes what we want to consider from the epistle of Jude this morning. Psalm 46 and verse eight. Psalm 46, eight. Come. Come. Behold the works of the Lord. What desolations He hath made in the earth. Amen. Come behold the works of the Lord. Most Christians, when they would read verses like, a verse like that and words like that, and we would have a tendency ourselves because we would rather delight in the mercies and goodness of God than His terribleness, yet the text tells us that the works of the Lord that we should behold are what desolations he hath wrought in the earth. And he has wrought some desolations, and we can't go further in the epistle of Jude without considering three of them. And Peter adds a fourth. The three that we must consider are the ruination and destruction of an entire generation of Israelites, a whole class of angels, And the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and the neighboring suburbs and cities in the plain. And Peter adds, the generation of Noah drowned in the flood. There are four desolations in the earth that we are supposed to remember. And Jude is going to tell us that though they once knew it, these are things that we need to remember. These are things that we need to remind ourselves of so that we understand that right now we have come (laughs) into the presence of a holy God And He is glorious, and He does not allow us to trifle with word or worship. He will destroy anyone that trifles with Him or His truth. Come, behold the works of the Lord, what desolations He hath made in the earth. Who is the Lord that I should serve Him? That nation was torn to shreds by the living God. We wish we could go back to Egypt, they said, to the great gift of the promised land, and he destroyed them in the wilderness. Let us tremble before the God that we worship this morning. He has given us his precious truth. He's given us a church. He's given us his word. He's given us his son. He's given us the hope of everlasting life. There is nothing in this life that should move us from loving him with all of our hearts, mind, soul, and strength, and to be full of joy and praise him this day. Amen. Do not come short, my brethren. There are only a very few that will worship God correctly. A very few. In the generation that came out of Egypt, there were only two. And it were not Moses and Aaron. It was Caleb and Joshua. That is the Lord's doing. And it is marvelous in our eyes that we have two young men here from Michigan named Caleb and Joshua who were just recently baptized, and we cannot go another word further in the book of Jude without considering Caleb and Joshua. But what we need to ask ourselves this day, every man, woman, and child, am I like Caleb? Am I like Joshua? Am I going to earnestly contend for the faith once delivered to the saints and not be moved away no matter who nor how many? Voice their disapproval against me. And the whole nation took up stones to stone Moses and Joshua and Caleb, but the glory of the Lord protected them. I hope you've enjoyed reading Numbers 14 in Deuteronomy 1. Come, let's come into the worship of God. Behold the works of the Lord, what desolations He hath made in the earth. Amen. The God of heaven raised up the Lord Jesus Christ to be a prophet like unto Moses, but the warning, the warning, brethren was that whatsoever my prophet will speak in my name, whoever does not keep that word will be destroyed from among the people. And the Lord Jesus Christ wrought total destruction and desolation on the people of Israel for turning away and crucifying the Lord of glory. Let us pray. Our Holy Father, we come before Thee with trembling hearts, souls and minds, knowing that Thou art a great and dreadful God and worthy of our fear and total reverence. We have seen in the pages of Scripture what desolations You have wrought in the earth. And we see here Your instruction to us to behold them, to consider them. And this day we must. For Your apostle, our brother Judas, wrote unto us and told us, He reminded us, He reminded his audience that knew the historical event well. That the people of God of the Old Testament, having been delivered out of Egypt, were destroyed for their unbelief. Heavenly Father, cause Joshua's and Caleb's of both sexes of any age to arise this day in our midst and to strengthen themselves and to strengthen one another that we might be a church full of those who love thy truth and will fight for it and defend it and never move from it, no matter who or how many might be gathered against them. we're thankful for the testimony of Scripture and the examples that we have there, for we know that the things that were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the Scriptures might have hope. And Father in heaven, we have hope not only for eternal heaven, but we have hope for the gospel rest that is before us today. And we pray that we might lay hold of it and all the glory of Emmanuel's land by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ and every word that he's given us in the New Testament scriptures. Forgive us our sins. Forgive us, O Lord, where we have trembled in fear of man. Forgive us, O Lord, where we have trembled at any loss in this world. Forgive us, Heavenly Father, when we have been more concerned about the leeks and onions of Egypt than the milk and honey of Canaan. Forgive us where we have not valued your promises as highly as they ought to be valued, and as it were, set ourselves to find a captain to take us back. O Lord God, forgive us for not putting your promises where they belong and for not putting your commandments where they belong. Let us keep the one and love the other and never turn from either. Blessed God, have mercy upon us through Jesus Christ our Lord. We thank Thee that it was His meat to do Thy will and to finish Thy work. We thank Thee that while it was day, He labored because He knew the night was coming. May we be as convinced of the importance of redeeming the time because the days are evil and pressing ourselves forward into Your kingdom work at home in our marriages, families, in this church, in our places of employment, and everywhere we go. Lord, help us to be Thy children, that in whom You would find great delight, who would be faithful to Thee in the grace that You've given us. Let not Your grace be bestowed upon us in vain, but let us continue and not be moved away from the hope of the gospel which You have taught us. Father in heaven, we pray for all those that are not with us, Keep them safe. Comfort them if they must work this day. Bear them safely back to us if they're traveling. Lift them up. Encourage them, O Lord. Teach and convert them. We ask in Jesus' name. Our Father in heaven, we're thankful for the nation in which we live that allows us the liberties to worship as we see in your scriptures. Let us not take this for granted, nor despise it, nor lose this privilege. Save us, O Lord, by Thy mighty power. We pray for Thy churches in every place. We know that we're in the perilous times of the last days. Men have turned their ears away from the truth and unto fables. And we pray that those men who are yet teaching Thy truth will be instant, in season, out of season. That they will reprove, rebuke, and exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine that they will let no man despise them, but they will remember that they are the ambassadors of the Most High God. Our Father in Heaven, we are weak, but Thou art strong. See our weakness and give us Your strength. See our coldness and quicken us into a flaming fire that we would love Thee more than we ever have before. Let us not be as the sinning angels. Let us not be As the foolish Sodomites, let us not be as the generation of Noah that would not heed his preaching. Let us not be the generation that came out of Egypt that would not take God's best for their lives, but turn back and lost all. Father in heaven, help us see the desire of our hearts, remember our frame, and strengthen us accordingly, because we cannot do thy will without your blessing. But with thy blessing, all things are possible. We can learn every grace of the Spirit, and we can abound in fruit if we're in the vine, Christ Jesus. Lord, help us and hear us as we call upon thee. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, amen. Amen.